I just feel it in my soul. I feel it in my heart. And I know that I was put into this world in Marco as well to create impact. Zenya here. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited for you to be joining me today as we chat with our guest, Maria Clara Ospina. Maria Clara is one of the founders of Kawami Jewelry. She's someone who has inspired me since the day I met her, and I'm stoked that she's here to chat with us. But before we dive into today's episode, just a quick reminder to please subscribe to the show. Whether you are listening on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, Google Play, press that subscribe button so you can stay up to date on episodes. And head on over to patreon.com slash to join the fam and help keep this show going every single week and get access to exclusive content, behind the scenes content, and early access for my music and writing. Again, that's patreon.com slash X-E-N-J-A. Your support means the absolute world to me. And now it's time for some shameless self-promotion. Have you heard my new electronic EDM single, Running With Wolves? If not, head over to zenya.bandcamp.com to listen to and purchase this moody, mystical single that tells the story of a lone wolf breaking free of all the external noise to let her inner light radiate outwards and stay tuned for the kick-ass music video happening soon kawami jewelry is a jewelry company located in chicago illinois focused on sharing the exquisite and i mean exquisite hand-woven beaded and artisanal jewelry produced in medellin colombia each piece of jewelry is handcrafted by artists in colombia which gives it the personal touch of colombian art and culture I continue to be awestruck by the vibrancy of colors and unique designs of the jewelry pieces. And I'm so grateful to have Maria Clara here to share the story of how Kawami Jewelry came to be. Hi, how are you? Well, thank you. I'm good. Thank you so, so much for having me here today. It's an honor. Yes, of course. And we met, we went to college together. One of my first memories of you is you in Sweet Charity. (laughs) (laughs) I was the uh, assistant sound designer and you were one of the most hilarious characters ever. (laughs) Literally every time you came on stage, I died because you're so funny. I was like wondering what the first memory of you was of me, Um, which makes sense that my first like real like interaction with you which we had some interactions with the mic and all the stuff that yeah. we were doing. But the real one where, like, I actually spoke to you was in uh, Iphigenia. Yes. And I borrowed your extensions. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> to wear for, for the role of Athena. So, yeah. So I, that's funny that we have, like, different, like, first, like, really moments of when we first noticed each other. Yeah. Because I remember you would put my mic on and all that stuff on Sweet Charity. But, man, Iphigenia was a wild ride. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And we did that. 
we were the first show. So we did that in four weeks. Like that was a time, but that was such a good show. Like I, that was one of my favorites to work on. That was, we literally like, so for Athena, I went on for the last five minutes of the play. <laughs> so, that was her only time on stage. <laughs> so Regan, um, our other friend Shelby and I would be like doing my makeup or hair during yeah. the entire time the show was on. And then that would take that entire time. And then I would go on for five minutes and then get out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was okay. We so we the set too. We used the the door like the sliding doors of like backstage area because it's like the goddess Athena is coming down. I was just like walking in, rocking it out. All these people spent so much time. You worked with the movement, right? Yeah, I was the assistant director and assistant, or no, I was yeah, assistant director and choreographer, which was yeah, weird. So many people were like constantly involved and I just had to work on one monologue sit down get glitter and extensions all over me and then that's it (laughs) oh the glitter I forgot about that oh we like threw that on you I remember all my notes were like she needs more glitter (laughs) yes and then Shelby would look at me like I don't know how much more glitter I can put on you and I'm like just put it on you know for how long I found glitter I found glitter for the rest of the year. (laughs) Oh my God. Like whenever I thought that I was done with the glitter, I would find more. Oh my God. (laughs) That doesn't surprise me actually. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Good times. So, okay. So can you tell us about how Kawami Jewelry was born? I mean, I just remember it like randomly popping up one day on my social media feed. I was like, what? I had no idea you were working on it. Like, so what were you doing prior to, and then just kind of what motivated you to start Kawami? Yes. Well, so I am currently a student majoring in theater and global studies. And at the time that Kawami Jewelry was born, I was finishing up my sophomore year in college. So I guess that's what I was doing in my life prior to Kawami. I was just a student. Well, not just a student. <laughs> that's, that's a big commitment. It, yeah, yeah, you were a student. No jest in there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So that was what, um, what I was doing. And the way that Kawami Jewelry was kind of born and what motivated me to like start Kawami was that earrings are something that has always made me like extremely passionate from a very, very like early age. And one day I mentioned this idea of making and selling my own earrings to my boyfriend, who is now the other part of Kawami Jewelry, right? That you won't see today. His name is Marco and he's the other co-founder of Kawami. So he, him as like a business and entrepreneurship major, he brought up the fact that I was extremely busy and still am with my theater world. And, um, and that's when he like brought up the fact, he was like, well, what if we create something that's like bigger than ourselves, right? Like, what if we take this spur of like um, wanting to do something with earrings that was mine 
and his passion for business and create something that's like bigger. And that's when the company started. And then that's when we were like, okay, well, we could create a company that could generate jobs and opportunities for people around the world. And the light bulb started to like go off. And that's when we started and created Kawami. But the craziest thing is that we started with like 20 pairs of earrings, which we all acquired from Medellin, Colombia. And we put them up for sale here in Chicago. The response was great. That's when you, I, you probably saw it like pop up mm-hmm. somewhere on Instagram. That's when we put those first 20 pairs and the response was just amazing. And the wheels started turning and it started growing. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I'm obsessed with your website. Like I can just see like all the growth happening and it's, it's amazing. Um, Website is like all Kawami's work. I like not Kawami's Marco. Well, it is Kawami, but Marco's like job. He's Mm -hmm. like dedicated, like so many hours into that website. Well, I can tell. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Um, so what's, what's the creation process like? Cause your production is done by artists or would they be considered artists or artisans? Or so basically they are artisans so okay. anyone that creates like little jewelry or art like that i myself consider them artisans they're all artists right but the, it's like a it's more of like a like a traditional craft so mm-hmm. i think artisans okay yeah. cool so they're all in colombia right yes yes so the way that it works is that so the way that Kawami started is that we started by acquiring earrings and selling them as if we were a boutique. Mm-hmm. So our original idea, when you saw us on Instagram, was that we were going to make connections with people all around the world and make earrings from many places and create like our own jewelry boutique that had just jewelry from everywhere, right? So our inventory, so what we had became like, really extensive because we have many random earrings from many different places but as we kept going that simply wasn't clicking for us right like that was just not something that we kind of like felt connected with and one day we just looked at each other and we said we don't really want to be two people who are simply buying and reselling people's work Mm -hmm. right no matter how much we are trying to be good about the prices that we're purchasing these earrings for we don't want to be that like we want to do something more mm-hmm. and it just didn't align with our values and what we want to bring you know what we want wanted Kawami to be and that's when the search for a specific artisan came to life yes <laughs> that's awesome yeah so that's kind of like like how it works and so right now our pieces are all the pieces that you see on our website um they're all completely made uh from an an amazing collaboration between natalia which is the artisan that we made it's just one right right now it's just one so natalia is the artisan that we made a connection with in medellin and so the collaboration is between her and i so we're constantly working hard on pinning down the signs that would work, different uh, metals that work, different like colors, the shapes, different threading techniques that Natalia has been working on and learning. 
so that's kind of like how how the artisan and how we work with her so yes yeah, so we're like working really hard on creating like kawami originals mm -hmm. so that we have like a base form of which earrings are like ours right mm -hmm. And this is like the amount of earrings that we have, and these are Kuwami jewelry earrings. And we're still getting to that point. Um, we also get like an amazing opportunity to create unique pieces for people. So we've also had the opportunity to work side by side with different companies. For example, Pave, we worked with them on creating some specific jewelry for their company and an auction that they did. And right now we're also working with the theater department at school and we're creating like specific pieces of earrings and different like embellishments for the production of little women the musical so yeah so fun and so we have the ability to be flexible with the fact that we work side by side with an artisan to create mm -hmm. new and different products and we also are creating like specific koami products right now yeah how did you find natalia yes so the craziest thing and part of why we kind of got inspired or I got inspired because I wanted to make earrings is because my grandma lives in Medellin, Colombia, right? And I don't know where she like started sending me these beautiful earrings. And I was like, these are so gorgeous. I bet I could like create some like threaded earrings like this. And like I already said, all the story that I didn't have time and all that stuff. That's when we when i messaged grandma my grandma and i was like hey grandma like where are you purchasing these earrings from mm -hmm. and i know everyone it's like every time that i get asked that question i just kind of giggle because he straight up was through my grandma i love that though <laughs> and so then that's when i got some contacts and messages and then i got in contact with natalia and that's how we found her but so today natalia is kind of like our production side manager also known as like the artisan <laughs> because we made a strong connection with her and yes and that's basically like how we met her and how she started working with us we proposed the idea of kawami we proposed the idea of opening up a shop and that she was like the head of the shop there and that's what we're working on right now right getting to the point wow. where we actually get to open up a shop and get to hire more people that kind of like go along with the Kawami theme and we were blessed like really the universe aligned where we found a person that was inspired and saw the opportunity like she saw so much more than just like two people that wanted her like to commission some arts like from her like she saw she's like no she saw that like the opportunity for it and that's how we made our click with Natalia and that's where we are now. Yeah, it really sounds like it was meant to be. Like that's that's amazing. It was like through my grandma and my grandma like one day had one of these out of body experiences and like literally like when she saw her, she told her like, you know, you're going to be working on a shop and creating earrings. And Natalia now tells us like that that day really marked the rest of her life. And then all of a sudden I messaged her and it worked. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, that's crazy. I love universe synchronicity stuff like that. Cause it's, it's, that's what the world is and it's beautiful. So 
Where did the name Kawami come from? <laughs> so, the name Kawami comes literally from the word maka, which are like the red parrots, right? The very gorgeous mm. ones. And literally, it's because it's my favorite animal. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> that's your logo, right? The parrot? Yeah. Yeah, so the parrot is our logo. And one day, Marco and I literally in like our sophomore year dorm, we were just sitting there thinking, okay, what could we name this? What could be our logo? And and we were like, okay, what are things that really inspire us? And I was like, birds. And I was like, we know, not just birds. I freaking love macaws. Yes. They're amazing. They're just like gorgeous and colorful and big. And there's lots of macaws in Colombia. And I was like, this is it. Like, that's, that's what's going to come, like, that's what's going to become. Then we just played around with the, like, syllables and changed some words around. So if you take out the I, right, you can read ma backwards and then just read from ka, it's maka, and then we put the I at the end, just for funsies. Kwame. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's 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 unique. I love it. And hearing that story about like the the vibrancy of the bird, like that totally shines through in each earring that I've seen at least. So that's another universe thing of like we're just going to do this and yeah. it's just going to work. Yes. And the logo actually like one day I was in like one of my also sophomore year classes and I just was not paying any attention and I started doodling like parrots and then we came up with the logo well I came up with the logo just doodling it I showed it to Marco and he was in a graphic design class seriously like everything lined up like the universe just kept on like lining up and he was in a graphic design class so he knew how to like change a drawing to like a digital thing and then that's we collaborated together and we created the logo I'm amazed that you did all of this well in college. Listen, sometimes I don't even know how we're still alive. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, wow. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Um, so this, I when I was surfing your website, I I came across the finding the perfect earrings for your face page, which I had no idea was even a thing. Like, so can we just get into that for funsies? And what type of face do I have? Because literally, I am purchasing a pair of earrings right after our interview. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. So, <laughs> yes. So we are constantly growing and expanding our website. We have the ability to play around and like experiment with what we want in something that was a really big thing that we started noticing and we got some feedback on is that people wanted some help on purchasing their earrings. And I started doing a lot of research and I had heard before, like because of I'm a earring lover, I knew that there were certain shapes of earrings for certain phases. And I just started learning more about it. And that's where that page came to life that we wanted to create something that helped people kind of like find their earrings. I and Marco actually, we were both kind of like really on the edge on like whether or not we wanted that because we are personally people who believe that every one of our earrings will look good on everyone, right? Mm -hmm. Like we didn't want people to limit themselves to like, oh, these are the earrings, these are these earrings, these are these earrings. 
we wanted them to just explore and have fun because we've seen it so many times where people are like, oh, I just don't wear big earrings. And we put one of the Kawami big earrings on and they're like, oh my gosh. And we're like, that's right, right? So yeah, but we had a lot of fun creating this page. And I would say that I don't know what type of face you would have <laughs> because Thank I, <laughs> myself, I learned, well, I don't want to give you wrong information, but, <laughs> but basically if like a noble face is the one that measures here bigger than here. Right. So it's like, oh, interesting. oh well a square. It's, it's like, if this part and this part measures the same, so you could do a line. So I'm actually a square and I always saw my face like a circle but no it's not <laughs> it's actually a square so then that like depends so i think you have more of like an oval and square type of face it okay. goes this yeah yeah because okay so for listeners who are not watching this i'm measuring my forehead and if my forehead points are larger wider than like my chin point or, yeah chin points then it's an oval but yeah. if they're the same, then it's a square yes. and then a circle. I don't have a circle face. <laughs> you can rule that one out. <laughs> and that's the thing. I always thought that I had a circle face because I have like round cheeks. So I was like, oh, for sure. I'm like a circled face. And obviously I need like for circle faces, you need like sharp edges on your mm -hmm. earrings to give you like the jawline and mm -hmm. all those things that we talk about, right? As like, way over my head <laughs> yeah so but no I found out I'm actually like a square because the top like my forehead measures the same as like my chin I don't know or like my jawline I guess so yeah that's so interesting it's and and it's it's it makes sense you know yeah like, now that I hear it like it makes total sense yeah, right. and if you have like an oval face, you need like a shorter earring so that it doesn't elongate like elongate your face even more. And for example, for me, longer earrings look good because my face is a little bit more like this. Are the ones you're wearing right now, Kawami? Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Oh my god. They're for listeners, they're three flower white flowers stacked on and oh my god, the design. <gasps> it's so intricate. Oh my god. These earrings take around four hours to make. What? Yes. Wow. That just like shows the level of commitment too. Yes. And like care that's going into each and every pair. It takes but a lot more time than people realize and imagine just how much patience you need to put together. I think these earrings, I'm guessing they have around 200 beads per each pair, like each ear, like each one. Yeah. So it's around 400 beads. Are they heavy? No. Are the beads heavy? No. Not at all. So we don't use materials. Eventually, we want to kind of like expand to a new world. But right now, our materials are like not heavy at all. Yeah, that's good. I don't like heavy earrings. So I'm always afraid that they're going to rip my ear. So. You know, I, I can no longer tell people like, oh, if they're heavy or not, because I don't feel earrings anymore. But like they're just there and I just don't feel them. But these are like by many people they've said like they look big, but they're not heavy at all. Yeah, that's good. Most of our earrings are not heavy, which is like surprises people a lot. Because mm -hmm. they're big. They're big earrings. They're yeah. beautiful. 
And that's, I'm, I'm the one who's nervous to wear big earrings. Like I'm totally nervous about that, but. Oh, don't be. Just have fun. <laughs> I'm like, just have fun. Just wear big earrings and enjoy your life. <laughs> YOLO. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's how I am. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. it. So, Kawami is also more than just a company, you know? So, can you tell us about what your mission and vision is and um, kind of just like the reasoning for that? Yes. So, as we said from the beginning, uh, we had a very clear path that, well, it was clear, but obviously, like any paths in life, they are not aligned. You know, they're not perfectly like. It's a roller coaster more than. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But we, what we knew is that we wanted to create impact with Kawami. So, our mission is that we enhance the confidence and beauty of people. Keyword enhance, right? Because everyone's beautiful yeah. by themselves. We're just there to add some flair into it and <laughs> while promoting art value. So another keyword, art value. We're constantly valuing and our prices also reflect that. We want to make a product that's not fast fashion, right? And whoever's making them it's actually like being paid yes for their work you know what i mean and yeah. that's what we're working on obviously we're still young so that's our main goal to mm -hmm. finally get to a place where we get to expand and do it with a lot more people and our vision is that we're just not building a jewelry brand a brand right? We're building a platform that acts as a catalyst for change. So we're constantly like wanting to change. We're constantly like working with different people and constantly brainstorming on how we could change the world. And Marco and I both have it very clear that we want to change the world. And that's a very broad statement, yeah. but I believe that changing the world doesn't mean like literally changing the entire world it means changing people's lives one at a time mm. and that's what we both believe in yeah I love that so this is probably like could be an entire episode by itself this question but why is changing the world important to you you know Kawami really has become like everything that I've ever dreamed of and this mission and vision really aligns with Marco's and I's type of like personality and what we want to do you know making people happy with our jewelry while at the same time creating real global impact has been a dream of mine so obviously these it's constantly like evolving and the way that we decided on these mission and vision statements changed drastically over the last like year and a half because we had different paths that we were taking but it is just I don't know how to explain it I just feel it in my soul I feel it in my heart and I know that I was put into this world and Marco as well to create impact and to create change and Kawami is just one of our like kind of platforms and one of our kind of like lines that helps us achieve that mm -hmm. yeah that's like the highest like 
that level of knowing, like you can't even explain it. You just know, like that yeah. to me is like the highest level of like, there is nothing else that I like, why would I not follow this? You know? So yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wake up and Mark, I know Marco wakes up too. And we just wake up and we just know that we have to do it. Even on the low days where we're trying to figure things out, like we still have that feeling in our hearts, like co me. It's there for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have, do you, do you want to talk about any like specific examples of impact that Kwame has had since birth? Yes. Well, I think the biggest impact is, honestly, the biggest impact is seeing people's confidence, right? Mm-hmm. Like changing people's like face, it's smile. I like, cannot mean literally changing the face, but Plastic surgery is another thing Kwame does now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we also are surgeons. No. <laughs> I the theater degree and the global studies uh, degree. And I also <laughs> did a little bit right there. <laughs> yeah, no. No, but I really mean that we put people, like, smiles on people's faces. And that's, like, a huge part of Kwame. To be more, like, specific, we've gotten the chance to work with organizations like PAVE. I recommend everyone to like look it up. They really like, um, what's it called? Specify or they concentrate on like helping people with like human trafficking and domestic violence and all that stuff, which in my global studies side, it's something that I'm very passionate about as well. So, so that's, we worked with them with auctioning some items to create, like raise some funds and money um obviously we're constantly voicing our opinions for example black lives matter we also believe that black lives matter and we will say it out loud working with like members of the lgbtq plus community like we are just constantly like trying to find different ways trying to find ways to learn to grow evolve and continuing like impact so hopefully we get to do that even more in the future yeah, absolutely. I noticed um, you're doing like a spotlight on Instagram. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, that's stories worth sharing. And that's also part of how we create impact is that each month we kind of like write a, a story, an article on a person that has truly impacted Kawami one way or another. And it all started actually because of Jeremy Quintero. And he randomly followed us on Instagram and he just commented on one of the posts saying like oh this is so like this is so amazing I love this jewelry and then he purchased one of our like earrings and actually before him our mission statement was different right because in our mission statement we had like worded like this we enhance the confidence and beauty of women while promoting our value Mm. And when Jeremy like came along and he was just so nice, Marco and I, so nice, but Marco and I both kind of like looked at each other and we like, and when he sent us his selfies wearing our jewelry, we're like, this is not just for women. What, what were we doing? So Jeremy literally made us change our, not, he didn't make us, he <laughs> <laughs> incited us and really taught us a big lesson of stop with the gendering, like gendering things, right? Like jewelry is not just for women. And Jeremy rocks them so much, 
So yeah, so that's how it started because we wanted to give him a spotlight and be like, yo, thank you. Like yeah. <laughs> you literally like changed like our path from wow. focusing just on women to focusing on men and any like non-conformity, you know, like a binary. Yeah. So that's when we started um, Stories We're Sharing and we've had the biggest pleasure on highlighting members of our community and making some impact there. We also got to support one of our dearest friends, Lindsay Gleason. Oh, I love Lindsay. Oh my yeah. God. And Lindsay actually, so I actually originally wrote the story on Jeremy. And then we're like, why am I writing this? Like, yeah, I can write, but what, why don't we get someone else to write them? And that's when we found Lindsay, another universe thing that aligned. And now she's the one, she had been wanting to do articles kind of like documentary star like style and really work on her journal journalism that way and we got it and now we get to support her on that too that's that's awesome that's so powerful i'm gonna have to look up jeremy because he sounds amazing oh, like, jeremy's really so powerful oh my gosh i love jeremy <laughs> and Lindsay, like Lindsay too oh oh yeah i mean <laughs> everyone it's fine yeah, I just love everyone. <laughs> yes. So where do you see Kiwami going in the future? Like what what would you love to see happen? Yes. So our immediate like next step is to be able to continue expanding and growing our impact in Medellin. So we would love to open up a shop, right? Like an a big shop. That's a big goal and I am putting it out in the universe. Marco also puts it out in the universe that we will open it up and that we'll get to hire like people who work for us and constantly are creating for us. That would just be amazing and giving them highlights and all the stuff. It's just so exciting. Um, yeah, so that's like our main goal. Like, well, no, we have many main goals, but that's a big thing that we see in the future. We want to continue expanding nationally that means many things so in terms of expanding in the united states we've had some impact in chicago and illinois and the midwest type of like area but we really want to continue expanding to the coasts and south and what's it called more north yeah i'm like we're almost at the north i was gonna say north <laughs> but we're literally like chicago it's like at the north yeah but so we just want to continue like expanding on that. And also we would love to expand globally because right now we ship um, nationally in the United States, but we would love to start shipping in, like globally too. Yeah. What do you think, like, what, what, what steps would, would help you to be achieving these things? Yes. Yeah, so we have to obviously focus on, um, being able to sell more earrings and sell more of our products so that we continue investing on it and then we can continue kind of like growing it like financially in that way the reality in the world is that without money you really don't like have like that impact actually i don't want to say that i will take that out like <laughs> you don't even have to edit it i will take it out myself yes you can create a lot of impact with not like having money right with words and with your work and everything that you do every single day of your life but also money helps and <laughs> and 
it's a reality you know and that's a reality of it so we have to expand financially in order to be able to achieve all these goals so what does um or how how much does a pair of earrings cost it depends so our earrings kind of like fluctuate between 16 dollars and 34 dollars so it depends on how much how like what earrings you're purchasing our smaller earrings at around 16 dollars and these ones don't get me wrong these are like 26 i don't know (laughs) Ah, but yeah so these are kind of like on the higher end because of the fact that we have beads and we have all the different like detail that goes into creating one flower oh my gosh i just feel so bad that i didn't know the price of these earrings because i do (laughs) but i am nervous right now so give me one second not a lot of seconds but yeah so that's kind of like how much it costs and you can see there's just so many i like just logged on to the kalami website so how let's see how long would the artisan would natalia be spending like how many hours for a 16 dollar pair of earring versus uh the most expensive like 34 i think you said yeah so our smaller ones they are like 16 dollars. they're literally just like little studs with things those take around two hours to make wow in order to get them really nicely right like because we want quality over quantity right like our goal so for the smaller ones that are like 16 dollars those are they take one hour per ear right okay and then for these ones like i said earlier which they are 30 dollars i always knew that (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know it i just got nervous but um yeah these ones take four hours yeah so it's it's a lot of time and effort going into these earrings and that's why you know like you said you want the artist to be paid for their work and for their effort so like yeah if someone's gonna i don't know it's the whole like wanting to spend like two dollars on a pair of earrings or something like that is out the window because we're paying for quality here and truly it's it's quality 100 percent. and we've heard we did a lot of more like research in Medellin and different shops that are creating earrings and some of these artists like are getting paid less than like one dollar like maybe some like cents to -hmm. create one pair of earrings and let's say like the smaller one they're smaller ones I almost want to stand up and get them could I yeah of course Mm -hmm. these are our small studs something like this people could take like an hour or a little less than an hour to create this and people were in different shops were being asked to create 15 pairs of this before noon right wow like how much quality are you gonna have on that not much and they're getting paid less than one dollar per pair that's just crazy yeah that's not fair at all (laughs) It's not at all. So yeah. that's our goal, right? Our goal is yeah. to be able to change that and to be able to tell people like, no, these earrings take time. These earrings are hard to make. So we are not just asking for that price. Yeah. It's like people want art, but don't want to pay for art. <laughs> it's like, let's change that. <laughs> yes. 100%. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else um, I want to ask you about. Well, is there anything I didn't ask you that you want to share? I did want to share something. Yeah. I just wanted to say that consistency truly is key, right? Mm -hmm. And change is the number one thing that you're going to get out of that consistency. So it's mm -hmm. like you are constantly doing something and change is the one thing that you're going to get. And Kawami Durley is still a very young company. We are still young people, right, Marco and I? And we are just constantly growing, right? Not just literally growing in terms of like Kawami, but growing as human beings. So every single thing that we do, we do it and we say we do it with all of our hearts, right? But we're constantly learning from that, you know? So that's kind of like something that I wanted to say that not just talking about Kawami, but just for everyone to kind of like think and just kind of reflect about, you know, you're allowed to be like, to be changing, but you got to like stay consistent on what it is that you want to change. Yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh. Way to end. <laughs> All right. So it's time for our final five speed round off the top of your head. One, do you have a favorite piece of Kiwami jewelry? Yes, I do. I'm wearing them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so these are my favorite ones. These are gold saxifrage and they are $30. Saxifrage. saxifrage. Okay. Saxifrage. Yeah, like a saxophone. It reminds me of saxophone. But um these are $30 and they are just my favorites. Like I just love these so much. They're absolutely gorgeous. Like I want everybody to become a patron so that you can watch this video and admire the gorgeousness of the earrings. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, second question. What's one thing about starting a business you didn't expect? You know what? I didn't expect to start a business, period. <laughs> but, but no, I didn't expect how much time goes that people don't see that you put into it, right? Like it, it's so much time and it takes so much effort and it takes so many days where you don't sell anything, right? And you feel like you're a failure, but at the same time, you're not because you are doing something, you know? So that's what I didn't expect, how much time it would take. Mm -hmm. Totally. I'm finding that now with everything that I'm creating too. And like, I'm in the midst of launching a website and, and all of these things, like all, a lot of my projects are long-term and just like starting out, I'm like, oh my goodness, when is the light at the end of the tunnel? <laughs> But just like um, this week has been really like this phrase has been sticking in my brain. Yes, it may take like four years to get to that goal. But if you never start, you're never going to get through those four years. But if you start, then at least you're getting through them. And right now we're doing that with Kawami. You know, getting there. We don't even know if we'll get there, right? Like what does it mean to get there, right? Because once yeah. you get to the goal you have a new one and you have different it keeps evolving so i just got really inspired <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah okay what is one thing that makes you feel unstoppable with kawami jewelry being able to sprinkle glitter everywhere so i heard this from this like <laughs> i heard this from um a mentor of mine who said you know being negative takes zero effort 
but being positive takes so much effort so just go ahead and bring up that positivity in you and sprinkle that glitter on everyone and i said whoa kawami is literally like sprinkling like glitter everywhere right we're being able to like literally because these shine like let me just tell you there's some of these earrings that shine so much and being able to do that it's amazing yeah that's beautiful um where am i well, okay, what is one piece of advice you have for someone wanting to start a business? You know, just put out your idea out in the universe. Just go ahead and do it. And opportunities will start like happening, right? With Kawami, we started with like 20 pairs of earrings, right? And as <laughs> to this point, we've sold like I don't want to give you the wrong information, but around a thousand pairs of earrings. Wow. So we're saying from 20 pairs, we grew to like a lot of pairs and a lot of glitter that we've been able to sprinkle everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, I don't want to give the wrong information, but it's been a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, that's amazing. And how, how old is Kawami? It's a year and a half. So we're wow. still extremely young. Yeah, that's huge. Okay, last question. If you could do it again, is there anything you'd change about the process of creating Kwame? Nothing. Yes. Nothing at all. No, I don't think I would change anything and I don't think Marco would change anything either. Like we have just learned so much from this step that we've taken to this step and I will learn from this interview myself, right? Yeah. Liked or things like, for example, I will like, overthink the fact that I wasn't able to say $30 right off the top of my head. But, you know, I learned from that, right? I got to learn from my mistakes and I learned from what I did good too. So yeah, nothing. Yeah. It's everything is a process. Everything is a learning experience. So I learned from this interview too. You're my third interview so far and I am terrified to even launch. Like I don't have a set launch date. I know it's kind of happened, but yeah. So You can do it. No, I believe in you. It's going to be amazing. Thank you. Maria Clara, thank you so much for chatting with us. You're such an incredible human. It was already influencing and reaching so many people. I, like I said, I'm going right now to get my pair of earrings. I'm super excited. Family, go check out and support Kawami Jewelry. The website is kawamijewelry.com. That is K-A-W-A-M-I jewelry.com and they're on social media at kawami jewelry you can find this information and more in the episode description anything we can do to be supporting small businesses especially ones like kawami providing positive impact and influence through beauty and art please go support thank you thank you so so much Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have enjoyed your time today. Please take a minute to press that subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, Google Play. And if you liked today's episode, please rate and leave a review. It would mean so much to me and it helps more listeners like you find this podcast. You can connect with our guests and myself on social media. All of our information and more is listed in the description of this episode. I'm your host, Senya. See you next time.